trustees listened to reason and made the only justifiable decision. They voted no. It was 10 to 7. It should have been 17 to 0. This should have never been considered. And it's far from over in the largest taxpayer-funded school board in the country, and I will never let it go unnoticed in this House. That's what it sounded like a few days ago in Ottawa, with Conservative MP Melissa Lansman rising on the floor of the House of Commons to talk about how outraged she was about last week's meeting of the Toronto District School Board. That's where a Jewish trustee who had gone public about some anti-Semitic teaching materials in the spring became the subject of a vote to censure her. She would eventually win, and on Wednesday night, the board rejected both the investigator's report, which found she was Islamophobic and discriminatory, and that she had broken the code of conduct, and also they voted not to censure her. But the fallout from the meeting continues to reverberate, even through Parliament and beyond. And although the trustee, Alexandra Lolka, isn't giving media interviews, she has tweeted that, quote, our work is just beginning. And so while some Jewish groups called the result of the meeting a vindication, they acknowledge that they now want Canada's largest public school board to make good on its pledge to face up to their obvious problem with anti-Semitism. On average, uh, around two or three anti-Semitic incidents taking place within TDSB schools per week since September. This is an alarming uh, statistic. Uh, it's a real problem that's impacting teachers and students every single week. Um, and it's something that needs to be addressed with urgency. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, December the 15th, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. A week after the meeting, there are still lots of questions about whether the Jewish experience is being heard or even seen as valid at the Toronto District School Board, as it tries to deal with a long list of other types of racism. And then there are lingering bad feelings about a fashion choice that the chairman of the board wore on camera for a while. It was a large grey and black patterned shawl. Some people thought it looked like a keffiyeh, or an Arab scarf usually associated with the Palestinian struggle. I did too, actually. The board later told me, though, that it was not a keffiyeh, and the chairman changed into a vest after this was brought to his attention. On Tuesday, the board took another step. It announced a new student equity collective— they're inviting students who have lived experience with racism to join it and suggest solutions to hate in the 600 schools in the TDSB. The deadline to apply is January 12th. The announcement doesn't specifically mention any ethnic groups. Coming up, we'll hear from two people who've been working behind the scenes with the TDSB to champion the Jewish side of the story and what they want to see come next. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. Hi, I'm Daniel Korn. I'm the executive director of Hasbro Fellowships Canada, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. Toronto police have a suspect in the double murders of Canadian philanthropists Barry and Honey Sherman. They don't know the suspect's identity, but the person shows up on security camera video taken from the area near the slain Jewish couple's Toronto home four years ago. The murders have never been solved, and there is still a $10 million reward on the books from their four children. Police say they've ruled out everyone else who was near the murder site on the night of December 13, 2018, except for the suspect. 
and because he or she stayed in what police would only describe as a, quote, defined area around the Sherman household for a very suspicious amount of time, unquote, and walked in a noticeable way with their right leg flicking up, officers hope somebody will come forward to identify this person. You can see the police video in our show notes. The Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs branch in Toronto went all out before the trustees meeting last week to try to convince them not to censure Alexandra Lolka. But Siege's vice president, Noah Schack, says there's more to do. Oh, look, we've been speaking with uh, senior staff at the TDSB, with trustees, with educators, with parents, with even with some students uh, going back months. Uh, working closely, trying to find solutions, trying to move things forward and address some of the troubling concerns of anti-Semitism within the board. I can tell you that uh, we have heard reports uh, going back to September when the school year began. What were the two or three things that happened or week? You mentioned incidents. Uh, for Can you give some examples? All kinds of different things that, that parents are, are, are sharing with us and that we're sharing with, with the board and, 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 and bringing forward as well. Um, you know, there's incidents of bullying, there's incidents of graffiti, uh, there's incidents of, of stuff that's seeping into the real world from the online space. Uh, and it's not just the TDSB, I want to clarify. Uh, we've been seeing this happening all across the province. Uh, on Manitoulin Island, uh, up in northern Ontario, uh, and from, from, from Windsor to, to Ottawa, this is something that is of deep concern all across Ontario. Uh, and beyond, because, you know, how anti-Semitism is addressed uh, for the next generation is going to determine uh, what our society looks like 10, 15, 20 years down the road. If our schools get it right, we will be in a better place. If they get it wrong, this will be a very concerning future for the Jewish community here in Toronto, across Ontario, and, and really across Canada. So this is actually a bigger problem. Anti-Semitism is a bigger problem than just one mail-out that went out in May, uh, of course, the handling of that mail-out by the school board, uh, you know, focuses in on, on a question of what the TDSB is going to do to address anti-Semitism writ large. And I think um, there have been a number of steps that have sort of been, been uh, taken quietly. There have been a number of interventions in response to anti-Semitic incidents that have come up. Um, that have been very effective. You at CJA and others called it, and I'm going to quote the press releases, a vindication. Some people would say that because the vote was so close in 10 to 7 or 14 to whatever, and four abstained, and the chair voted against Ms. Loka, okay, that it wasn't a vindication, that it's too close to be able to use that word. Can you explain why CJA thought it was a vindication? The... Um, findings of the integrity commissioner that trustee Lalka breached the code uh, was rejected. That's a vindication. Um, there was no consideration of whether to censure her because they rejected the premise of, of the whole thing. Um, that is a vindication. That there were uh, seven trustees who failed to recognize this is a, is, is a cause for deep concern. And we'll be following up uh, to speak with them uh, in the days and weeks ahead um, to have those conversations uh, and make sure that they understand the implications of this report, uh, the implications of their vote, uh, and and um, uh, you know to try to address some of some of some of those things. 
But I, I, I also want to point out two other elements. One, the director of education um, made a commitment to address the, the problems of anti-Semitism in the board. And following the vote on this, a motion put forward by trustee Chernos Lynn uh, formalized a call for um, uh, action to address the serious concerns that were raised within the integrity commissioner's report. And so, uh, and that includes trustees, right? That's not just for uh, board, school board staff or for teachers or things in the classroom. And I think that's going to be really important. I think that it's not enough to look at this as uh, a one-off vote. This is bigger than trustee Lalka. It's bigger than a vote whether or not to censure her or to find her in breach of the, of the, the code of conduct. This is um, a bigger issue that is going to require sustained engagement from our community to ensure that the those that want to address anti-Semitism within the school board have the support that they need in order to get the job done. Meanwhile, Michael Anthony is a Jewish teacher who's worked in the TDSB for 16 years, where he's taught courses in genocide, including the Holocaust. He got hundreds of people to email personal letters to the trustees in support of Lolka. This is not a vindication. Uh, this is just a right decision happening. You know, there's there's no vindication, there's no win. Uh, this is not an end to any story. This might not even be a midpoint of any story. So what does it say? Um, I think that we need to recognize that these people who are uh, the trustees are not educators. They are not people who stand in front of a classroom. Um, these are politicians who vote on policy. So for them to say that they don't know enough about Israel, Palestine, that's fine. What I do see is that that is um, an, an incredible opening of a opportunity to engage in education for them. And there was that ask on, on behalf of some of them, recognition that they do have that uh, gap in knowledge and, and recognizing that gap is an important thing because then they realize they have to fill it. They all have to yes. go up for re-election. Yes. What are you going to do and what is the community going to do between now and then about this? I definitely think that um, that those people who um, were were absent and those people who uh, those trustees who voted no uh, will uh, will have to address that in from from now um, up until the election. Uh, I think it'll be very uh, interesting to see if there are individuals in those different uh, wards that decide to run against those people. Uh, you know, I, I think that that is something that, uh, that could very well be a possibility, you know, of, of all of the things that can be done looking towards the election if, if one is really looking to, to make that change and really looking to make that difference, um, you know, yeah, what we do now is significant, 
but starting to think about the the election, uh, you know, that is certainly something that that is key. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Marion Pinsky of Montreal. She sent us a lovely Hanukkah card, which I just got, thanking us for the podcast, which she calls informative and engaging. Thanks, Marion. And we'll end the episode with a sneak peek at an upcoming show about why Jewish groups want a book that's being sold at Indigo stores to be pulled off the shelves. You know, a, a staff pick uh, prominently placed a, a book that said 25 Amazing Women of the Middle East. And obviously, um, uh, so we opened the book and perused and saw a map that did not mention Israel um, in, in this children's book, but had in its place Palestine. Palestine. 